0: want to come grab some pizza and beer after work seems like a decent enough ask and being health conscious you politely decline come on you've been good all week again you thank them for their invitation and politely decline now comes the guilt and coercion why do you gotta be such a buzzkill food pushers and food pushing add gratuitous hassle to any health-conscious person's life. In this episode, the good Dr. Kashi teaches you some linguistic judo to prepare you for those conversations. This means that when they push, you are ready to pull. Roll the intro! Today's episode of... Coffee with Cashy, and I've got another one of Dr. Cashy's fixes for you today. Dr. Cashy's fix. This one, this one is, this is a good one, folks. I'm rubbing my hands together like this. That's how you know I'm excited. You, if, if you could see my toes, you'd also see that they're wiggling, uh, but some people are weird about that, so I'll just leave that up to your imagination. Today we're discussing a super important topic, is that, that, that is when they keep pressuring you, they, oh, Rachel, who are we fighting? You will find out, you will find out. Left corner, right corner, red shorts, blue shorts, something like that. Uh, (laughs) Ice tea's okay, Brenda. A good portion of my messaging and overall philosophy, I think most of you know by now, is that we are taking our power back, right? Taking your power back for yourself taking responsibility, things of that nature. And I'm gonna break things up a little bit today. I'm gonna break things up a little bit today. (sighs) Let us point the finger at somebody else for a change, huh? Let's blame somebody else. (laughs) Because making change is tough on its own, right? But do you know what makes it even tougher? Everyone else. Like all the time. At least it feels like that, right? (laughs) They just keep pushing you to screw yourself. That is that is my generic response, you know, and I use the word keep here on purpose and I use it with purpose And although it does make it more irritating and possibly other people make this stuff more work than it needs to be There is a warm blanket. You could wrap yourself in here a silver lining and that said even though other people create a bit of friction You can always count on other people creating friction. It keeps happening And that means you're in the position to prepare for it. Okay, this is good therefore I think it is worth it to integrate some tools into your toolbox, positioning you to overcome that sort of friction at a moment's notice when people keep pressuring you. And in these situations where other people are causing friction versus you causing your own damn friction, which there's enough of that, you know, so like I said, we're going to point the finger at somebody else today. You're allowed to point the finger at them like, yeah, okay, this other person is definitely making my life more inconvenient than it already is now. Woo, a reprieve, right? That person's fault. (laughs) But here comes the disclaimer, right? Dot, dot, dot. There's always fine print, that sort of stuff. People are always going to be doing their own thing. They always will. And many times, their thing will overlap with your thing. Boo. Boo, right? It's still your wheelhouse to identify when it happens and respond in a way that keeps you on your path. Does that sound fair enough? I hope so. All right. <laughs> I know you've been in situations where a person offers you stuff or asks you to do something that you know will screw you, that you know will set you back if you do it, that you know will get you in trouble, that you know will have some sort of negative consequence. And many times, the person's motives are benign, right? For instance, they want you to experience what they experience because they want to share their positive feelings. You've got to try this restaurant with me. I went last weekend. You will love it, right? Or they want to feel validated for the effort and thought they have put into thinking of you. The question, do you want some, actually might translate to, do you like me? Hmm. They may have been raised to believe that insisting is the polite thing to do. That's because a lot of people will politely decline things even though they secretly want it. And that means this person will assume that you want what they're offering, but you're saying no to be polite and therefore extra pushing from them is motivation and permission to accept their hospitality. And sometimes, but less often than you think, their motives are destructive, egging you on or goading you to purposefully sabotaging yourself. And this gives them satisfaction in your failure, and it possibly makes them feel better about the poor choices they're making. All this stuff aside, this has less to do with them and way more to do with you. This is good. It means you have control over it. Because you do know you have the option to say no and stand your ground. Right. Winky face, winky face, flexi arm, fireball, praying hands, emoji, hashtag, right? Identifying and addressing this self-sabotage is critical to success. And part of that responsibility is reducing the friction with those around you. And like a dutiful Dr. Cashew pupil will say, they will say no (laughs) or equivalent to no anyway. Right. And many reasonable people, they take the hint. Right. They, they recognize that like, OK, this person wants to do something else or, you know, you stand your ground when when somebody offers you to do something that is essentially going to hurt you and you decline. Like a lot of people, you know, they, they're good about it. They shrug and then move on to the next person to sell. Other unreasonable people that either take the hint and ignore it or they're oblivious to your cues or language or whatever, and they keep the pressure on to eat the drunk, to, to drink the stuff, to do the thing. They keep doing it. You know, what the hell is this person's problem? Don't they know they're screwing you? And the answer is probably no. (laughs) Probably no. Because they care about themselves. And that's okay. It's easy to assume that everybody feels that way. Because number one, they're ignorant to the problems that you're solving and what it means if you give in. And two, if they are aware, it means they're actively sabotaging you, and that means that you need to audit that relationship. Awkward pause, right? (laughs) That's for another non-alcoholic beer, but it's something to keep in mind. Do you want to spend your time and energy around people that actively try and screw you? If they're ignorant of your situation, unless you live with them, your responsibility to explain yourself is exactly zero. If they're actively sabotaging you, Unless you live with them, your responsibility to explain yourself is exactly zero. In other words, does it matter if they know what you want to do? Sometimes, yes, but in most cases, no. <laughs> no. One thing is clear, though. One thing is clear. No to an unreasonable pusher is seen as a challenge. Negative language is much like pulling a rope in a dog's mouth that causes a reflexive response to tug back. Instant competition. No from you becomes a challenge they need to overcome, making this a win-lose situation. So what's a way to interact with people like this? If saying no just eggs them on more, then how about saying yes? Oh, Nelly. And here, as I like to say, is where things get spicy. I'm going to teach you how to circumvent all that stuff. Some crazy Jedi mind tricks coming at you. All right. This is a great time to use some linguistic acrobatics to construct a win. <laughs> I'm so excited about this. I love this stuff. This stuff keeps me up. <laughs> and that keeps Mrs. Cashy up. But that's, again, for another. Anyway, coffee. So keep this in mind. Their feelings depend on your response to their insistence in their query. Sounds healthy, right? <laughs> Do you see how we can weaponize this to create a win-win situation? Disable their trap, scratch their itch, keep making progress, both of you win. What are things people look for when they push things on you? Or, Or better yet, what are things you look for when you offer things to others? You look for their agreement, right? Please, yes, of course, I love that. Or you look for their satisfaction, That was great, I had a wonderful time, this was delicious. Or you, and you look for their recognition, which is essentially some form of a thank you. You know, more or less, right? And here are some of the tools you have at your disposal, okay? We're like putting on the thinking, like this is some cool stuff. You have a few linguistic things that you can use to make this awesome. (laughs) Number one is acting genuinely surprised. This way, you can honor their desire to manipulate your behavior while also reducing friction. You have positive language, so that you can make it harder for them to compete with you. And you have doing the unexpected, the element of surprise, so that you can discombobulate them from their rote and automatic responses they already have loaded up for when people say, no, this is the kicker. Okay, So let's put this knowledge to action. Strengthen your cognitive consistency muscles, right? Buff brains. Buff brains Inc. <laughs> Trademark. So let's say there's a person always inviting you to go to a bar or a restaurant or to smoke or, or do whatever with them. And this person has successfully gotten you to do sabotaging stuff with them before. Okay, And this reinforces their behavior of continuously inviting you on doing things, by the way. Uh, and, and every time you go do something with this person, you sabotage yourself. You screw yourself. You lose a bunch of progress somehow. Okay, So let's role play a tad. It's very short. So this is where this is where all of your brain power is important. Paul the Pusher says, hey, let's get a pizza and then go to the bar after. And you say, that sounds great. You're awesome to think of me. I'm fabulous. Thank you. Whoa. Do you see that level of linguistic kung fu? Because <laughs> that's what this is. Let's break it down. That sounds great. You're awesome for thinking of me. I'm fabulous. Thank you. (laughs) Okay, we're gonna break this down. You act genuinely surprised at their offer. This sets a light tone. You agree that it's a good idea, reducing the likelihood they'll continue forcing the issue. You show satisfaction. They want you to feel good and have a good time. And this communicates their job is more or less complete or that they can save their energy for somebody else. You recognize their kind gesture. Being surprised, agreeing, conveying you're satisfied in some way, and then thanking them? This goes through the entire courtship process all in one go. (laughs) You imply your satisfaction has stemmed from their interaction with you, and then you recognize and thank them for it. All of the language is positive. In reflexive linguistic combat, trademark, Contrarian pushy people will be just that. They'll be contrarian pushy. And this means, in this case, it can corner them by using exclusively positive language. The only way they can come back at you is to be negative. And if their intention is to have a good time and share that experience with you, even if they're ignorant to how it hurts you, then they'll have to pause and be thoughtful about how they respond to what you say. You're doing the unexpected. This, bar none, has to be the most confusing and convoluted way to say no to somebody. This is on purpose. All of their pre-programmed responses become 100% useless. Remember, they're used to overcoming the obstacles of people telling them no, but they're only under certain circumstances. When you say no, or variations of no, all of their comebacks become useless and they short circuit. Extremely pushy and unreasonable people have a whole arsenal of comebacks for anybody pushing against what they want. And for that reason, it feels like they're masters of cornering you into sabotaging yourself. The reality is that they have memorized the series of words that are cued by the typical ways people say no to them. So let's revisit our little role play here. Paul the pusher says, hey, let's get pizza and go to the bar after and you say, that sounds great. You're awesome to think of me. I'm fabulous, thank you. (laughs) Right? So let's chuck down a few more for kicks. Wow, thank you so much, I have everything I need, I'm good. That's so kind of you, you're great, I'm solid. Or that's wonderful, you're so kind, I'm content, thank you. (laughs) Interesting, right? There's a stimulus, and there's a response, and there's a space in between. And our job, my job, your job, is to expand that space and inject some logic here. It might be illogical to them, but you have a little bit of behind-the-scenes outlook now. And now that you have a, your very own way to create a script to deal with extremely pushy people, you can further strengthen those con- cognitive consistency muscles, rubber baby buggy bumpers. So it's time for you to take this step back now that we've, we've discussed all this serious stuff and look at it objectively, okay? How much does it help them when you give in and screw yourself? How much closer to their ideal situation are you getting them? How much does it help you when you give in to this person? How much does giving in to this person help you or them? How much closer to your ideal situation are you from giving in to them? How much does it suck for them when instead of giving in to them, you say yes to yourself? Are they traumatized for months? Do they have nightmares? How far do you really think you've set them back? Really? It might be a tiny bit. Yeah, maybe, possibly, or they shrug it off, whatever. Right? But how much does it suck for you when you give in to them? Are you screwing yourself out of months of work? Is it worth the trade? In other words, think about their situation and compare it to your objective. If you give in to them, how long and how high of a high do you think they get? Because it does benefit them in some way if you give in to what they say, right? But the high they get lasts one or two seconds. One or two seconds. I think that sounds about right. If you give in to them, how much damage does it do to you? Screwing yourself out of months of progress? Is a two-second high for them worth two months of your life? Let me know. Let me know. I'm interested in what you have to say. I'm also interested in seeing the sorts of comebacks that you guys have using this, this little script. the element of surprise, positive language, satisfaction. you know. Oh, agreeing with them, implying you're satisfied and recognizing and thanking them. I'm so stoked to see what you guys come up with. That is today's episode of Coffee with Cashy and Dr. Cashy's fix of when they just keep pushing you. Hit me up in the comments, guys. We will talk soon. Want to continue having coffee with Dr. Cashy? Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It is very much appreciated. Thank you, and see you next week. Dr. Cashy is out!